0: Hello and welcome to this episode of After the Breach podcast. We're your hosts, Jeff Friedman and Sarah Shimazu, coming to you from Friday Harbor here on San Juan Island. And Jeff, it's been a pretty eventful month this September.
1: Welcome to episode 17. Hello, welcome to episode 17. It has been an incredible month. Uh, September always is. I don't know why. I don't know anybody like can really put their fingers on exactly why it is, but it just seems that... Like everything is so alive in the Salish Sea in September and there are so many whales. There's other really cool stuff. Uh the bait balls are huge. We saw Huge bait balls. Huge bait balls. <laughs> but we also saw um some like epic krill. Well, one of us did. Uh, you saw some one day. It may I, not have been epic, I saw it but. on your phone video. <laughs> Um, so we're going we're gonna to bring everybody up to date with some of the latest awesome September sightings. We're going to recap uh, an amazing first ever After the Breach podcast photo workshop.
0: Okay, That's pretty great.
1: Um, we have dates for 2024 for next year's workshop.
0: because people have been asking.
1: And uh, we'll talk a little bit about our 2025 uh, charter to the Silver Bank. And we're going to do a Meet the Matcher line.
0: Yeah, as we started well. that a few episodes ago, and then you know yeah. we just got so caught up with everything else going on. And it's time. It's time. To, so- br- time to bring it back.
1: Yeah, I, we forgot it last night. And there was just so much whale stuff to talk there
0: about. There was a lot of whale stuff to talk about,
1: as there is now.
0: There is. Yeah, so September
1: is always. Uh, people who listen probably have heard us say. I mean, it is our favorite month out here.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, crickets. Um, But no, it's just been so amazing, not just for the killer whales, which we have tons to talk about there, but for the humpback whales as well. And you kind of alluded to that in our intro. Yes. Sorry for the long pause there. I was just like, did you really allude to it or
1: did you just say it outright? Well, humpbacks have been amazing. I mean, they've been incredible and they usually are this time of year. I think that by now they've regained a lot of their body weight. And so they have a little bit more time uh, to do other things. Um, you were, you and I were both out there on different boats when we saw a, for very familiar humpback named stitch.
0: I love his little mouth. It's like yeah, smushed up on the top. Yeah. He's
1: got like a smushed upper lip, upper lip. Yeah. And we were out in the Strait of Juan de Fuca and stitch Came across a big kelp bed with logs in it and spent several hours uh, just rolling around having a spa day in the kelp. I'm pretty sure he was doing that the next day too. Probably. I mean, it, it was it was so incredible to watch. The two standout moments for me. After the, I left. I, I don't know. You may know. Yeah, not, you texted there was me. One, there was one when you left, but the first one I think you were there for when stitch was was surfacing right in the middle of this huge kelp bed and the the exhale was blasting mm-hmm. the kelp in the air like confetti yeah, yeah, that and was that cool. was awesome that was so cool to see i mean it was ripping the kelp apart yeah and blasting it in the air and that was that was pretty cool and i think uh, stitch was entertained by that mm mm-hmm. mhm um, the who other, wouldn't be? who wouldn't be, I mean, it was, it was, I'll try and find, and I, I may have some photos. I actually haven't even gone through my photos yet from that day, but, uh, may have some photos from that. And then this definitely was after you left. Yeah, um, I know. Stitch, Stitch was, <laughs> so Stitch was surfacing and were, was rolling logs, uh, around his rostrum and down his body for quite a while. And then. Uh, be, right before we left, um, Stitch rolled a log over to our bo- boat. Hopefully not into the motors. Not, not into the motors, <laughs> but, uh, you could kind of see it coming where it's like, is he rolling that over here? And yeah, he was. That's um, oh, so funny. It's pretty, pretty neat. It was, it was very brief. It was very short. Um, and then he moved, moved back into the kelp bed. And I think you sent me a picture. It was a pretty sizable log. Yeah. No, this wasn't like a stick. This was you know, not quite a telephone pole, but like big, Yeah, it was a big, big log.
0: Yeah. I remember that trip we had in December, I think it was 2019 with lucky. Do You remember that when we found her like in a kelp patch, um, North of turn point, like
1: in the middle of the kelp and doing the, like, it was very similar to that. Yeah. And that she, was, yeah. Lucky and she was, was lifting cool logs
0: back. up on her back, like big, I logs. wonder
1: like, I mean, is, is that, you know, a massage? You, I mean, it's like their version of a foam roller. <laughs> Swedish massage. Well, like the foam rollers, yeah, you know, that you roll oh, around. Yeah. Like is Hot that? Stones. Yeah, Old is stones. that is that their version? Maybe, maybe it is. I mean, there is definitely plenty of those out there.
0: I mean, you imagine if you had like little parasites on your skin, that that would you know be rubbing them off potentially. Probably feels good. Scratch is an itch.
1: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. I and mean, why else would they be doing that for so long?
0: At the very least, it's probably fun. Absolutely. Well, you were there and I had gone further west to race because there was some text messages that came in that said there were amazing lunch feeding humpbacks with lots of krill in the water and salmon leaping through the krill. And by the time I got out there, it was pretty calm and quiet. But you got out there a couple days later and...
1: Yeah, and, and and had some it amazing,
0: was, amazing. And I, views. I'll post
1: some some photos or video of that. And I, I think what I what I've learned from that experience is, uh, when there are lunch feeding humpbacks out there, and people are talking about they're seeing boiling krill and huge mats of krill, it's not a constant, right? Right. It, it, no, it's it, constantly it, changing. It's it's like that's the only constant, right? It's like getting a report of a breaching humpback. Like I'm not going there because by the time I get there, it's right. not going to be breaching. But uh, the timing worked out, the weather was perfect, the lighting was perfect, and it was, I've never seen anything like this before, certainly not here, um, looking over the side of the boat and seeing these huge swarms and mats of krill and then humpbacks all around, lunch feeding through it. And um, I trusted that, you know, everybody said <laughs> these iPhones are waterproof, so I- stuck my hand over the overboard with uh video rolling and got, got some pretty, yeah, pretty it was cool pretty video. amazing. I mean, it was, it was thick. It was dense, full of krill. And does your phone still work? Um, it, it was a little shaky for, uh, <laughs> about two days. I, I couldn't hear like when I would answer the phone, I couldn't hear I'd have to put them on speaker. Oh, um, but it's all working now. All right. Good. To know. So I don't know if like a krill got in the earpiece <laughs> or what, <laughs> I may I may have a, d- a dead krill somewhere in my iPhone.
0: Great, great. <laughs> sure, that was just the way that krill was thinking it was going to go out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was absolutely incredible to see.
0: And they're still out there. They're we were just out there, there this weekend, and we'll talk yeah. about that with our workshop stuff.
1: But and this this is prime time for humpbacks. Mm-hmm. It's the 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 later you go into fall, I think the better it gets. All the way, it can sometimes it can go into December. Yeah. Um. And, and I I will. Just put this plug out there. Uh, we do have a few all-day tours left. And I think uh, with there's my some seats left. Whale watching, where yeah. we do have some seats. I think we have a lot of seats. I and in on a couple of them. So, you know, we never know if we're gonna get out to the humpback aggregations. The weather's got to line up too, and the aggregations have to be happening. But you know, this this time of September whales often goes into October. It really starts. I think early to mid August and goes into mid to late October, it can Mm -hmm. be just epic out on the water there. There's, there's something about that time where it's like the peak of, of the summer season, like this late booming summer. And then you're, we're also starting to get the winter wildlife coming back too. So it's, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And it's been a little different this year. Like we haven't really had the big, big, huge aggregations as, I, they weren't close, close last year, but they were pretty, you know, they were like just beyond Souk, I think. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and they've been a lot
1: further but west. That's usually October straight. is when they're Yeah, when that's they true. That's true. Um, um, they might be a little later because they are uh, starting to see them consistently further west. Right, right. Um, so we'll see. Maybe, uh, you know, October might still be good. Close. No, I to, think it will. Like, yeah. I mean,
0: it's just still great regardless. It's just been a little bit different, and I'm wondering how – how much or how little or maybe none at all, this fact that we're going into an El Nino year, El right. Nino year, yeah. what um, impact that?
1: Yeah, I th- I think, um, I can't remember who I was talking to said that that may actually push things in further. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'll take it. And so that, that might be, uh, might be pretty cool for October. Um, Crew trip. And <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, you know, while it's been very, pretty quiet on the, southern resident killer whale front the bigs killer whales in september have been probably the best i can remember in my time here as far as every day there are so many groups out there
0: yeah there's been a few days well more than a few days uh quite a few days this month where i've just been flabbergasted at how many
1: groups have been found And then continually more getting found throughout the day. And, and I mean, how many times have you been out there with a group where you're the only one out there? There's one other boat because there's so many different groups out there Mm -hmm. Yeah, that you go out there in the middle of the day at one o'clock and you're the only one there. And it's hard to get people to like hold coverage because no one's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So who are some of these groups that we've been seeing?
0: Well, it might be a shorter list to say who hasn't been here. I'm just kidding.
1: Well, we said that. It's Uh, funny. We said that on the last episode, too. And that was talking about August.
0: But um, it's kind of been a little, I feel like it's been a little bit of a change in who's been here this month versus last month. Definitely. Um,
1: There's some carryover, but I think you, yeah. oh, you're absolutely right.
0: So the 69s are ones that have been carried over. Like they were here in August a bit, but they've been um, still hanging around. And the 69As actually have come in. And well, I still have, have not seen, seen
1: the 69As, and I don't think I've ever seen them.
0: Oh. Well, I, to be fair, I've only seen them like I think now two or three times ever. So, um, but, but 69s kind of are...
1: Spending more time here this year than, Mm -hmm. uh, I think they were new to me last year.
0: Yeah. Really cool family. Yeah. Kai is huge. She's just that massive dorsal fin and the little eye patch, little eye patch. But you know, what's funny with the 69 A's is one of those Mm -hmm. kids has a very similar tiny little eye patch, just like uncle Kai.
1: Yeah. Um, L and uncle Kai was pretty cool. Just a spoiler alert for the photo workshop. Um, I think it was him that he was on his back and he flung a, um, I think it was an auklet.
0: I didn't see it.
1: I saw the aftermath. I saw the bird come back down. It was, It was. I was so dialed in when it happened. Like I was looking right there and he like flung his tail into the air and saw a rhinoceros auklet, which is a deep diving seabird. So it was underwater when he flung it, flung it into the air, probably 30 feet at least oh yeah because yeah. it was it went higher than than sailor sea eclipse well saratoga was <laughs> oh in yeah, front yeah. Of oh yeah, yeah yeah no i'm and sorry that was too so awesome. yeah so it went higher than their boat and at the at the peak it's flapping its wings and i'm thinking like oh cool it's gonna fly away and it just dropped straight down who wouldn't yeah it's a little bit of a
0: poor a little, little bird yeah
1: yeah but in, the 69s are, are a cool family, but I, yeah, I've yet to see the 69 A's. Well, maybe Definitely maybe
0: tomorrow. List. Maybe. You never know.
1: Never know. One family that's been around quite a bit, and I can't remember if they were, if we talked about them last month being around. Are we, the, I
0: think we talked about them in part.
1: Do you, how do you even know who I'm going to say? Uh,
0: well, maybe not.
1: Who am I going to say? The 109 A's. No. Oh, okay. I wasn't, but yeah, they were around <laughs> last month, and very cool family. All right, I was gonna I was gonna talk about the T60s. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so mom with three or four five kids, um, because two of the boys are up north that travel around together, pretty much. They come back and visit, mm-hmm. um, and then they go off, and there's are just two brothers hanging out. But the rest of the family has been down here, uh, very very often, and. Uh, I didn't really know them as well until this year. I mean, I've seen them a lot over the years, Mm -hmm. but it really wasn't until this year of seeing them more often and almost almost every day over a period of time. And they are a very, very hungry family.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you got a lot of kids.
1: Yeah. And a big male to keep fed. Yeah. We had a trip. Well, I was out there one day with you when they were just demolishing every seal in their path up the west side of San Juan Island. Yeah. And then it was the day or two days before that where they were doing that in the northern part of the San Juan Islands. But for whatever reason, mom didn't want to, I don't know if she wanted a nap, needed some alone time. She went around the uh, north side, uh, in the northeast side of Stewart Island, the four kids went around the Southwest side and the four kids were just, I mean, they were, they were just hunting seals. And isn't that three? It is three. The yes. four of them. Yes. Total. The four of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My bad. So mom was on one side of the Island. The kids were on the other and the kids, it was, it was like they were on their own. And mom the was out of the court. house. So they're going to eat whatever they want. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I don't know if I just didn't notice this or if this is a new thing, but they really love to spy hop after. Oh yeah, uh, After yeah. The, the predation. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one trip that we were both on, on the west side, it was like spy hop central. Mm-hmm. It was pr- pretty cool. Oh,
0: I left my camera that day, so
1: um, I was not taking. I don't think I was taking photos. Um, I think April was taking photos, but it, it was such a cool thing to see. And yeah, they've really grown on me. They're I really. Cool they're very cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun to watch them grow. They were, man. I remember seeing T six C Yelnats back in the mid, you know, like twenty fifteen or so, and he was still kind of sprouting.
1: See that that's that's something that that I'm looking forward to. That is an experience mm-hmm. that you have because you've been doing this for so long, of watching these whales grow up. That's mm-hmm. yeah, the best part. Yeah, and I'm I'm really looking yeah. forward to to seeing how some of these whales turn out and how they, how they grow up and who they're hanging out with and, and all of that. It's, it's cool that you have that longevity.
0: It is very cool. And I can't wait for you to have it too. (laughs) Just a few more years. I think some of these kids are going to be having kids of their own. Well, there's so many of them yeah,
1: and there's so many of these kids that it's, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, you mentioned the 109 A's and I, Talk about them uh, the one oh nines as this power family. Um between the one oh nine like that whole Hell line, yeah, it, whole there's what huge. almost thirty whales in that just I in that even family. But
0: yeah, they've been popping out kids.
1: Yeah. And we um so we the one oh nines were have been briefly around, but the one oh nine A's have been around quite a bit the last month. Yeah, yeah. Um and the one oh nine Bs uh showed mm-hmm. up.
0: 109, oh, they, they were,
1: they were out there, I think. Oh, I didn't west. even know. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they were out West. Snuck in under my radar. And then, um, and then we saw the 109 A2s mm-hmm. on our photo workshop. Yeah. So
0: for those of you, and, and the A2s have been kind of bouncing in and out, like they've been here a few times, but so if you haven't listened to our Biggs intro episode, which was way back, I think it was the second or third episode we did, um, you know, when we're seeing all these numbers and, you know, T109, T60. So T109 was the 109th big killer whale to be cataloged in, in this population. Her oldest offspring is T109A. Um, and then T109A has, you know, seven offspring. Uh, so T109A2 is her second and that's her uh, her daughter, who is split off and has her own kids, she's 18 years old. We were just talking about this with Monica, um, with the last day of the workshop. Eighteen, what? 18 years old and has four kids already, yeah. And has been like continuously nursing, like lactating or pregnant for seven years or something like that.
1: It, her first calf when she was 11. They're such a cool family to see because of that. It's like you have all these small whales in the entire family and you've got like a mom with all these little kids and it, it's it, it they're really active. Um and it's just it's really fun to see. It's like yeah. they're the young family and I mean she's got so much more time ahead of her to have more kids. It's mm-hmm. it's and apparently she likes to have kids. Yeah. And she's been pregnant what amount I could say most of the last nine years.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yep. Um so pretty incredible. So yeah, we it's episode two and episode six where we talk in depth about the big killer whales, and we pretty much talk about them every episode because yeah, we see them so much. They're so cool, and they are very cool. Well, and we've talked about this before. Where it, it's really now that we're learning. Not only are we learning about their social dynamics more because we're seeing them more, but they're a much bigger population now than mm-hmm. they've been in recent history, and so. I think their social dynamics are evolving and they're becoming more social because there are more of them out there. I was talking about this on on the photo workshop. They are, because there's so many more of them out there, I think they're, they're seeing, we're getting multiple groups and multiple match lines together more often now than, than we've seen at least, than we've seen. Yeah. um, Because there's so many more of them. There are more of them to, to run into Mm -hmm. each other and to hang out together and, they have so much more food now that, like the humpbacks this time of year, right? They have more, so much more food that they can spend more of their time mm-hmm. doing things other than searching for food.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and I talk about this too. Like when I'm out on the water, people are like, oh, are they looking for food? Like, um, well, yeah. I mean, when, when are they not? But it's like they don't have to think, okay, uh, I'm here right now. And I'm going to need to eat soon. So I need to go over to that rock to find food. Like they can literally, they'll find food wherever they are. So it's not like they're having to like go to a specific place to find food. It's, it's everywhere. Right. And the, um, the fridge is always. Stocked. Yeah. So they can, they can devote potentially, I guess, like I, w- I would think if I, w- you know, it was that in that position, I could devote that brain space that I might use to like be thinking about where I'm going to go to get my next meal into socializing or resting or other, other kinds of behaviors. It's,
1: it, exactly, exactly. Um, they also know where all the food is. I'm, I, we've never talked about this, but I know you're going to know what I'm talking about. How many times have you seen a group of bigs, all of a sudden they're, they're traveling at a really fast clip. They just turn on the jets, and they're going to an area where you know there are a lot of seals or porpoise, and then they get close to that area, then they slow down, Mm-hmm. And start going a little low profile because mm-hmm. they're looking at it's like they knew it's like, hey, Denny's is over there.
0: <laughs> so you so say you're you're thinking about the 109A2s on Sunday. Is
1: that what you're thinking that, of? Well, I was thinking about that, but I was also thinking about um, when we see them kind of racing over to Alden Bank and then they slow down. Sure. Um, I don't I, I honestly don't know why I said Denny's because I can't remember. Like I probably haven't been to Denny's and <laughs> did you have a college years. flashback there? Jeff? I, I don't know what that was about, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know why I said Denny's.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of another powerhouse family, um,
1: I thought you were going to say speaking of Denny's. I'm moving
0: on from Denny's, <laughs> Jeff. I got to move on. Um, the T46s—they've been yes. not just the 46s, though—they've been around. Um, but the forty six B's and the B ones have all been around. And one day I got out west and they were all together and it was really cool.
1: Yeah, I and I I have it's funny. I haven't seen them. But I'm glad you got to see them all together because that doesn't yeah. happen a lot. And when it does, it's really cool.
0: It was really cool. So it was one of those days where, you know, it was the early boat off the dock. There was a report way west and it was like first it was like five whales and then it was ten whales and then it was like we have 30 plus whales out here wow. and we did, we, we booked it out there cause we had another trip. So we had to get out there Um and we were just with that one group, but there were other groups all over like T 11 a rainy was, um, you know, just a couple miles away. The sixties were a couple miles away. There were other like groups. I don't even remember who it was or there, but it was like super glassy. It was just really beautiful. Um, and it was yeah nice to see the 46 46s with the 46 b's and b
1: ones that's so cool um yeah all it's been together. a few years since i've seen them all together like that that's awesome
0: yeah it was actually i think the 40, first time this year that I've seen the 46 bs they've been oh, eluding they me yeah,
1: they haven't been around a lot this year i don't think yeah
0: but good to see him uh sam is still not you know f- broke off from from the 46 b ones and was last seen with sixty. F- Three and
1: 65. She must have a thing for chainsaw. chainsaw.
0: yeah. Who wouldn't?
1: And we talked about them in the last episode. They made an appearance down here in late August or early September. Yeah. It was late August. And, and they've, they've still been, been kind of up, up north. Campbell River. Campbell River, area. yeah.
0: Nanaimo, Campbell River kind of bouncing around back between those two places. Yeah.
1: So who knows? We might, might see a uh late September, early October visit from them would be really cool, but I'm not, yeah, that'd not, be really cool. Not crossing my fingers for that. Who knows? <laughs> I just, I don't think that'll happen, but it'd be cool if it did. Yeah. Well, I mean, the list continues on Jeff. It does. Um, and we should talk a little bit about, um, cause we did see the sixties and we did see the, uh, the 2s and the one Oh nine a's on our, mm-hmm. um, on our, photo workshop our two-day all-day tour photo workshop where uh i think the final count was we had 48 unique individual killer whales Mm -hmm. and we ended up with 32 killer whales each day yeah tie so there was some some overlap
0: I was, I was really worried, as you said, on, on day two, at the oh, end of the day. I was really worried when we got back on Saturday night. I was like, terrified, man, you know how it is. We have a day here with tons of different groups of bigs, and it's, it's more often than not, it seems like the next day is just
1: like a desert out there. It's so counterintuitive, but it happens a lot, that when there are, are a huge number of whales... In, in the area on on a certain day it's like the next day you're lucky if there's one group with like two whales <laughs> yeah. and and you everybody's scratching their heads like where they all go because it's not like they're not just not in this area but they're not getting reported way out west they're not getting reported up north and it's like it's like they they have this tunnel or, or this like <laughs> they took the tunnel underwater resort i, I mean it's just it's really uncanny so yeah after the first day that we had 32 whales I was like, oh man, we're not going to have any orcas tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I definitely didn't think we were going to see different whales. Like, right. and I mean, yeah, maybe one family that was different, but I think we had what, 16 n- n- quote unquote new whales from the
1: day before. like right, exactly. On Sunday. Yeah. So the plan was, and this is kind of funny, uh, we left the dock Saturday morning. The plan was we're gonna go west and we're gonna find the we're, herd. We're, we're gonna humpbacks. find the herd of humpbacks, or at least we're gonna go to Race Rocks and see the lunch feeding humpbacks to start, and then we'll figure out what we're gonna do. And our first stop was with a group of twenty killer whales. Yeah, I think we had twenty in that first group. We had the sixties. We're with the sixty nines.
0: I like this. And the one o
1: nine A's were in there.
0: Oh, with the A so maybe it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we had uh, we had 20 killer whales in yeah, our first group, right. um, which were really hard to leave because they kept flirting like they were going to get together. With a different group. With a different group.
0: Of t- 11.
1: Yeah, and that was Jack's summer camp, which we should talk about Jack's summer camp. Yeah, go for it. I, we briefly talked about it on the left, last episode, I think. I th- so I think in the last episode, when we were talking about these really interesting... Splits in match lines that we're seeing that we've never really seen that much of before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking about a trip that I was out and we saw 137A, Jack, with uh, his younger sister, 137D, and it was just the two of them. And mom and his other sister were on, they were, they were not ridiculously far away, but they were traveling in a different direction. And I think when that happened, when we recorded the last episode- That was the split- that was the split and we just figured like, oh, you know, they'll when they're seen tomorrow, they'll, they'll be, be back, back together. And that was not the case. Um, because Jack and his little sister have picked up two of the kids from the thirty seven A's.
0: One of my favorite whales.
1: Yeah. Uh thirty seven A three. Thirty seven A three and thirty seven A four,
0: right? Are are in there. Spinnaker and
1: Flat Top. Yeah. Crinkle um, slash flat top, and so it's the four of them, and so Jack is is out with these uh these three little kids, yeah. Jack, so we've just been calling it the summer camp, Jack's summer camp. Um, but they picked up uh, uh another match line over this weekend mm-hmm. that joined up with Jack's summer camp.
0: Yeah, and I haven't seen these whales, gosh, in over a year as well. The thirty five A's and the thirty eight A's. Um, we've seen. 38 D and E.
1: Yeah. See, I don't, see, I don't yeah. know those. We saw two, really of, well. two
0: of 38 a sisters. So, um, you know, two matrilines, but they are related. So T 35, which is T 35 A's, obviously her, her, mom, um, is also the presumed mom of T 38. So it would be aunt and niece and then their kids traveling together um along with the summer camp crew
1: right and wait, like the 35 a's and 38 a's they're very fuzzy to me like we've, I, I don't, we've actually I don't seen them a bit yeah we've i know i've seen them mm-hmm. but i've it's so much time goes between sightings for me that i don't really know those whales i'm
0: gonna paint you a picture
1: you ready for this <laughs> i'm ready
0: we had a two-trip day this was a couple years ago maybe more I wasn't feeling the hottest on my first, our first trip and I was going to see if I could get someone to cover and you said, "No, don't oh, do I it." Oh, I remember. They They're were heading circling, for hind bank. they were
1: circling a hind bank.
0: So I bucked it up. Those were the 35A's and 38A's with California tees. Right, that
1: Dave Dave wasn't sure who he had there.
0: Yeah. And we were heading out on that second trip and we got the call Stellar Sea Lion hunt in progress. We got out there and watched them work the stellar for I don't know. Over I remember an hour. You, were,
1: you were gonna. Was that wasn't the same trip that the that kid was crying to go? It on. was. Okay. It was.
0: It was the kid where the the trip where the kid told his dad to tell the captain to take him home.
1: I believe he said tell the driver to the take the him. driver.
0: <laughs> and then his dad said he's not the driver. He's the captain.
1: And then he said, tell the captain to take me yeah. home. Right, in the, the de- the right in the middle of the Right in the middle of this like, yeah. epic aerial stellar hunt. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the coolest things, and I have to share this with our, our listeners. This is one of the things about Sarah I appreciate the most, is it doesn't matter what matriline is out there. I can say I've never seen them before. And she will immediately say, yes, you have. We saw them in 2017. They were down in Admiralty Inlet. And it's just the way her mind works. It is like, I could keep all this in a spreadsheet, but I don't need to.
0: It's in my brain. It's in your brain.
1: (laughs) So much so that when I, if I say, I'm not sure I saw them or I've ever seen them. And if I see you thinking about it, I know that I haven't, (laughs) you're that fast to recall where and when.
0: Well, at least I remember something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's amazing, but I do remember that day and I was glad that you didn't didn't take that trip off yeah it was a cool day because you could tell the trip before like they were just they were circling this area mm-hmm. real slowly and it's like it's everything's gonna break open soon and they're yeah. gonna go after a big a big predation event
0: and we had one of the 35 a's like kind of give us a close pass and like roll oh no it wasn't one of the 35 a's i take that back it was one of the california T's that rolled and like made eye contact with us on the boat That was pretty cool
1: that's so cool yeah that was a, an epic Trip. What year was that?
0: I wanna say it was twenty eighteen.
1: See, I, I like it's your memory is amazing.
0: Well, it could not be twenty eighteen, but I'll I'll look it up. I think it was twenty eighteen. I'll bet you it was. Um but speaking of some other cool whales, we had some on the last day of our workshop. The last day of our workshop the first t- for you, right?
1: Uh no I, no no. No, I saw them two the well, day, two, days two days before. before. And but me too. new to me, new to you, and new to Monica. New to Monica. Well, this is a family that apparently has not been documented anywhere s- anywhere since 2021.
0: Not just 2021, January of 2021. Yeah.
1: So over over two years mm-hmm. with nobody I can't say nobody seeing them, but nobody seeing them and documenting that it was them. Right. So it's the twenty eight A's. Mm-hmm. Um I did see I looked, I saw the twenty eights in twenty seventeen.
0: Yeah, I remember cause Once. you you got a pretty cool photo of T-28 breaching.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they had just killed a stellar sea lion in, in Admiralty Inlet. But I've never seen the 28As and had uh, had a great trip a couple of days before our, our photo workshop with them where they uh, – this was really funny to me. They had been with the T-60s when they were coming in, when they were eastbound from way out west mm-hmm. the day before. Yeah. Um, They were presumably with the T-60s that morning when they were documented by the Center for Whale Research. Uh, About 30 minutes to an hour after they documented that, we encountered the T-60s with the 36As, but the 28As were not there.
0: And that was in President's Channel between Waldron Island and Orcas Island, right?
1: Correct. And then the 28As were found on their own later that morning. Mm -hmm. And then we were with them in the afternoon,
0: like just a couple miles north of where the center had them
1: that morning. Very, yeah, very Very close. Very close. And then we were with the 28 A's on the second trip and they rejoined the T sixties and there was so much excitement and breaching and rolling. (laughs) And it's like the opposite of what I saw when I saw them on my trip. well, And it's so funny. It's like, wow, they haven't seen each other in six hours. (laughs) You would have thought they hadn't seen each other in six years. They were so excited to see each other. It was very funny. Um, It's, uh, yeah, it's like if that were people, it would just be like, oh, hey.
0: (laughs) Right, right. How was that coffee?
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, But we did have them on the second day of the photo workshop, which was another example, like middle of the day seeing them in an area that's known to have predation events cuz there's so much food mm-hmm. and we're the only whale watching boat there
0: yeah it was really cool and and my first encounter with them they were super cryptic like close to 10 minute dives wow which is probably how they didn't get found until later in the afternoon right um and lots of direction changes and what's kind of cool is that there's four whales so in the catalog the T28As just have the 3 And, and now they're four, but they've been gone, quote unquote, gone for so long that we don't know, like, when was this calf born? Like, is it a T28A? Like, we just don't, you know, presumably it is her calf. It looks, you know, it's swimming right in her slipstream, but it's not new, new. Right.
1: Um, No, it's definitely not like a new, like, like wrinkly orange calf.
0: A young kid that like left another family and joined up. Is it... Her calf, like it's just really interesting. Like these are the kind of the cool things that happen when whales can still
1: disappear for years. It's amazing. It it is amazing how that happens. But Um, yeah, presumably they're off the outer coast of British Columbia, central coast, Alaska. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody there.
0: Good for them. But yeah, Sunday was really cool seeing them kind of working through the kelp, and they really like
1: those kelp beds. Yeah. they went from kelp bed to kelp bed yeah, the yeah. entire time we were with them.
0: Picking off presumably Harbor Seals Um, and Bain's Channel. It was just so so
1: cool. And prior to that, we saw Jack's summer camp. Mm-hmm. And it was really neat. So the first day of the workshop, Saturday, we left the end of the day. We had Jack's summer camp.
0: And probably the most gorgeous lighting conditions I've had all year. All year. All year. It yeah. was
1: just incredible it was surreal it was With the clouds the and... glassiest water and it had been cloudy and a little rainy. rainy during the day and this it opened up and the sun was out but you also had these really low-lying clouds against the mountains mm-hmm. but it was sunny and the water was just glassy and absorbing the color of the sunlight and you had what, what we had 11 whales yeah um just surfacing through this glass It was absolutely beautiful, and it was a cool way to end the day. And then it was really neat that we started the next day with With the same same exact group of of whales, which is a pretty rare thing to happen. Yeah. I Um, thought
0: for sure they'd be, like, split, and some of them down in Puget Sound, and I don't know where the other ones would be, Salmon Bank or something like that.
1: Yeah, so we started with them and then went to the the 28As. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, went to the 109 A's who were A twos A twos. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. And uh, all the all the kids racing to uh, an area where they had food.
0: Yeah, the newborn and the two year old that looked
1: relatively similar in size. Right, is... they look like the same. Yeah, it's <laughs> like which is which. But they all look. I mean, they're all young. They yeah. all look small. Yeah. And then uh, and then we finished with the 49 A's and the 36 A's. Yeah. Um, Yeah, So that was the 16 or the 32 whales on the second day. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was, we had a great time out there. I mean, it was not what we were, it's never what you're expecting. I mean, I thought we were going to be with humpbacks and we were were pretty much with killer whales, the entire tour, different groups of killer whales, the entire two days, Mm -hmm. um, which was pretty cool. And it, it does make me a little nervous for next year's. I know. Worse. How can we top it? I know. I know. But I mean, it's, I was it's, saying on the trip, like yeah. we're never doing a photo workshop. Right.
0: Like right. Like <laughs> podcast is over. This is a lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, You know, but I think the great thing about workshop or any trip, not even workshop, sorry about trips in general and being out is yeah, you're going to have epic days like that. And you're going to have days that are, you know, not epic like that. And that's okay. Like it it just shows you how dynamic this place is, how dynamic these whales are. And and really like any encounter we have, any bit of knowledge we can glean from encounters with these whales kind of puts everything into a broader perspective for us. So
1: for sure. And any day on the water with any species of whale Mm -hmm. is, is epic.
0: Yeah. And I think it's cool too. Like we, we went into this, like kind of feeling like, okay, this is going to be like one of our typical all day tours. Um, but with people that have joined us because they've listened to the podcast or have been out with us before. Um, and we really kind of like, I think because we've had so many whales around spent, you know, pretty much the whole time with whales. And that's kind of like what the podcast is about. It's about whales, right? So it's not about about like creating those huge long species lists, but it's about spending, you know, some pretty quality time with, you know different groups and seeing kind of behaviors, different behaviors and different stories to share about different whales that we encounter and that kind of thing. So it was really kind of a, a unique trip and, and a great way to put everything into perspective.
1: For sure. Being able to, to learn about all the, the, the different matrilines and see their, see their differences, the difference of ages and their different behaviors and just how some matriline's behaviors may change, you know, throughout the day, uh, and, uh, yeah, you just, and you never know what to expect. Uh, we do have dates for next year's photo workshop. And if you are interested in joining us, it's two days. Uh, you can sign up for one day or both. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sign up it's Saturday and Sunday. You can sign up for either day or both days. If you're interested, email us at after the breach podcast at gmail.com. And it is going to be a little bit earlier next year. It's August twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Uh, we will put some information up on, in the show notes and on our website. Uh, it is. It includes lunch and a bunch of snacks, and we had Tons we had we had overkill of of food. Our um,
0: traditional donuts.
1: Yes, there there is a, a donut tradition that starts every all-day tour Mm -hmm. and our After the Breach podcast tours. It is a requirement. Uh, You're not required to eat a donut. It's just required that we pick the donuts up from a very specific place and have them on the boat. Um, We did one all-day tour uh, years ago. Uh, It was when the border— Our only one. The only one. When the border was closed, that we did not have these specific donuts— And it's the only all-day tour we've ever run where we did not see whales. And so that will never, ever happen again. Uh, So, yeah, if you're interested in joining us, definitely send us an email. We're taking sign-ups. Uh, And uh, if we fill that, we might add another one. But it's August 24th, August 25th, Saturday and Sunday, uh, 2024. Wow, 2024. Uh, That's crazy.
0: Less than a year away. I know. But, yeah, like Jeff said, if we fill that one up, we do have another... Uh, date in mind for a second one. Um, so if you're interested, yeah, let us know. Shoot us an email. Uh, we're also planning a 2025. I know you've heard this on previous episodes, 2025 trip with conscious breath adventures um, to go see the humpbacks of the silver bank.
1: Absolutely. Incredible trip. Uh, email us. If you're interested, we should have dates in the next uh, week or two. Uh, and we'll put information on our website uh, after the breach podcast.com. And that is a, an incredible trip. I do want to give a caveat. Uh, and I was telling people at the photo yeah. workshop about this, uh, when you're out on the silver bank, it, the waters are, are pretty protected out there. There's not a lot of movement at, uh, of the boat of the mothership. Um, you can have some, some waves when you're out on the tenders. Uh, but, and, and we talked about this in an episode with David. Uh, I think this was our, um, uh, Whales of the World episode, our first first episode of 2023. Getting out there, uh, is it can it can be fine getting out there, but you are making a crossing. It's open ocean. It's open ocean and mm-hmm. some really deep water.
0: Yeah, it's the third deepest trench in the world. I think the Puerto Rican Trench that yeah. we cross over.
1: Yeah, and so you know it can be not the most comfortable seas. It's totally safe. I mean, you're in this you're yeah in a they would really never take awesome drought. boat that's safe. built for. For that um but you know if you get seasick or are worried about big water it's it it does require that you get through there and the way i like to explain this and i remember it had been several years since i had gone on the trip because of, of covid i think i had three years in between my last two conscious breath uh, silver bank yeah trips. we did
0: because it was 20... 19.
1: Yeah, in 2019 yeah, yeah. so it's four years and so the way that I remembered it was going out there this year. It was, it's like what, eight, eight, nine hours of a crossing overnight. Mm -hmm. And
0: well, usually it wasn't this year, but yeah, usually.
1: And you get into the crossing and you know, again, sometimes it's totally like, wow, it was beautiful and no big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, But this was a windy one and you start like, you're so locked into the crossing that you can't see anything else. You just like, this is uncomfortable. I'm not feeling great, or whatever it is. And then you get out there and you remember like, this is why I came mm-hmm. out here. And yeah. it's so worth going through that crossing to get out there because it is one of the most incredible places, most incredible experiences. in there. Absolutely. So we'll put more details out there um, as as we get them but hopefully uh some of you guys are interested in joining us it'll be uh an amazing trip out there
0: yeah it's really great it's a small group so it's like 20 people right um that go out there for you're out there in the water for four and a half days just give it a week well right? you're, not, you're not in the water not in the water for, for four, four and, days, and a half days you, straight <laughs> yes you are no um it's just it's really it like jeff said it's it's an amazing experience to me. It was like life changing experience. Um, We'll get the dates early so you can do, you know, a a payment plan. That's how we usually do it anyway. um, And I'm just, yeah, really excited about this one and excited about sharing this place with, um, you know, some uh, fellow whale lovers. And
1: we do talk, if you're interested in learning more um, through a podcast, we did talk in episode seven in detail and we talked with uh, Gene Flipsy, the, owner operator of conscious breath adventures about those trips. Shout out to Jean. Shout out to Gene. So,
0: all right. Well, uh, Hey, great workshop, Jeff. I'm looking forward to the next one. Hopefully we'll get some more of you guys listening out with us. we'd love to meet you. Uh, even if you're not coming out for a workshop, we are still running tours, um, through the fall and into winter. We'll be running probably through early to mid December before we pack it up and head to Australia.
1: Yes. Bremer Bay.
0: Yep. Um, but definitely reach out to us and and come on out. Fall it's is still amazing. Such a it's great a great, wonderful time of out. year to be out here. We'd Whether
1: it's a it. half day, we're running half days every day. We and, have a couple all days, and then we left. have a couple all days left that are on Sundays. Such a great. The next month is still such a great time. And then it, as we get into the fall, I mean, we still see bigs almost every trip, and the humpbacks start getting pretty rowdy. It's it, it, as we get into the fall. We start seeding, seeing behavior that you would see in the breeding waters, but they're still here. They get start getting pretty social with each other. And uh, so our fall trips are awesome. They um, are. Hope to see you guys out here.
0: And if you are local or relatively local or are going to be here for Thanksgiving, we do an all-day tour on Black Friday. Opt outside. Um, all day... All-day tour, we're heading out. It's usually amazing. I, I think like it's our
1: fifth or sixth year doing this. Yeah,
0: and we mentioned it on the last episode, but we do still have just a couple of seats left on that one. So uh, that we'd love, almost to, full. Yeah, love to have you guys out. Um, I will not be on that trip because I'm at the art market, but you could go out on the trip, and then you could come see me at the art market and buy a bunch of cool whale swag and other cool, like,
1: locally made art, art you know. And April and I will be on the on the all day. Trip. Yeah. So, and there will be donut.
0: Will you bring me a donut?
1: I will bring you a donut to all the right. art market afterwards. Nice. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you everybody yeah, for listening. Thanks, really, really appreciate it.
0: And if you have any questions or ideas for topics, uh, as always, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, by email, if we're slow to respond, I apologize. We're, st- we're just kind of getting caught up after a, a long, busy summer. Um, but definitely reach out to us anytime. We would love to hear hear your uh, questions and feedback and insights. So um, definitely reach out, and thanks for listening.
1: And if you're enjoying this, please share it with your friends. Uh, leave us a review. And most importantly, stay safe out there. Oh, my
0: gosh. Stay, s- <laughs> stay safe out there.
1: Okay, so we were done, but... Sarah just pointed out there's something that I forgot to mention about our photo. At workshop. my
0: own expense, I might add, just, yes, just that, for you. You're
1: a good sport, and I appreciate that. Um, but everybody who was on the photo workshop who's listening will, will remember this peak moment. So we are out looking for lunge feeding humpbacks. And we're seeing four to six humpbacks. They're spread out. They're moving around quite a bit. Uh, we, we would occasionally see a, a lunge, but and we could tell there was feeding going on. And I pointed out a bait ball, uh, so a lot of bird activity is going on above the water.
0: And then I pointed out one on our other side. You were, you guys were looking at whales off our port side. Just just get it right. You guys were looking at whales off our port we, side, we were. and I had noticed a bait ball forming at three o'clock.
1: Yes, and uh, so if, if you don't know bait ball, you get a lot of of small fish under the water, and they're being uh, they're they're bunching up into a ball and. Birds are flying around and dive bombing and feeding on them. Um, and I'm watching this bait ball grow. And I turned to Sarah. I said, hey, should we go over there? And she says, there's no whale over there.
0: There wasn't a whale over there when I was looking.
1: Except as soon as she said there's no whale over there, like literally.
0: The words weren't even like done coming out they of They
1: weren't even done coming out. This humpback makes the biggest lunge that we saw all day right through that bait ball. And it was, it. everybody, like everybody was an earshot of what she said. And it was the funniest moment.
0: Yeah, I got, I yeah. I got a lot of flack for it. I'm still getting flack for it. I'm going to still get flack for it a year from now, I'm sure.
1: So the key is, if Sarah says there's no whale over there, that's where you look. <laughs> All right, everybody, stay safe out there.
0: Stay safe out there.
1: But wait, there's more. Sarah just pointed out to me now that we forgot the meet the match line, which we forgot last time too, so we need to add that in in here as well and you there was uh, Sarah's laughing um this podcast will eventually end, so stick with <laughs> we us we're, we're almost done.
0: You can see how delirious we are after a summer of no sleep
1: so who are we meeting today, Sarah?
0: Well, I thought since we were talking about Jack's summer camp crew, we would introduce the T-36s, which seems kind of counterintuitive because there's no T-36s in Jack's no, summer camp. Jack's but, summer
1: camp is two 137As and 237As. I know. Interesting. Hmm.
0: But T-36 um, is the presumed mom of T-137.
1: So that's the connection there. And where where's the 99 connection in there?
0: T ninety nine is also believed to be a daughter of T thirty six. Gotcha.
1: So thirty six was was a busy lady.
0: She was well, still is.
1: Yes, she's 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 post reproductive now,
0: but she's still out and kicking. Um. So yeah, really amazing family. One that we talk about. So it's why I thought we would talk about them on this episode. And. We saw them yes on Sunday.
1: We did see them. They were with the forty nine A's, or at least part of thirty six A's. I guess we end, saw. It. Yeah, to end to end the tour, and yeah, and they were also um, with the T 60s um earlier last week.
0: Mm-hmm. So she's kind of one of these prolific moms as well. She's not like quite as prolific as like T one hundred nine A or T one twenty four A. But
1: still, I would still, still consider a power family. If, she you, if, is, you, I mean, yeah. if you had the 137s and the 99s, it, that's still, I would, I would call a power family.
0: Um, I will have to double check this, but I'm pretty sure when T, T36 was measured by John and Holly from SR3, that she was the largest, like fattest
1: of really? the bigs. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, But she's had five... Presumably five offspring, so um, T-99, T-137 are likely hers. They weren't young enough when they were first encountered with her to be 100% confirmed that they're her offspring, but likely. And then T-36A and T-36B, which are still living, and then she had another calf, T-36C, which did not survive, Um, and has a ton of grandkids. No great grandkids yet, but soon soon hopefully no oh, yeah she did t36a1 had a calf so yes. she is a great grandmother now yes. sorry this is me catching up but t36 born before 1970 um has had those five offspring she still travels with her um, youngest surviving offspring t36b T- tatter tip yes i'm not sure about the name but <laughs> <laughs> eh. Um, so usually seen encountered as a, um, you know, group of five. Right. T thirty six B has three sons.
1: I don't see nope, them. not three sons. I think T we B see one's the thirty six A's more often.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I know
1: I know them better than the than thirty six thirty six Bs.
0: Mm-hmm. So T thirty six B oldest is a daughter. Youngest is male. We don't know the sex on the middle one, to my knowledge. And the T thirty six A is who we saw, who I
1: love. Oh, uh, another family, like young family with a bunch of kids.
0: Yeah. So T thirty six's oldest daughter, T thirty six A, well, oldest confirmed. Oh, we know, yeah. right? Um, and she has five kids, four of which are surviving. And that was one. I don't know if we've talked about it on the episode where, um, she had, and I think you and April maybe were one of the first people to see that that calf, her fourth calf, T thirty six A four, um, born in March of twenty nineteen, um, and died just a couple months later. Right, right. But um, I was out with Tasley, Actually, we were two all well, two boats um out there and. Were the two boats on scene, and this was in the summer of 2019 with the T-36As, and it was up in Trinchamali Channel near Poorlier Pass, and they were acting like they were on a hunt. They're like they would made a kill. There were gulls around, Um, but the gulls, and this is what I tell people: like look at everything that's going on around you because you'll get clues from other things,
1: like you know a bait ball.
0: <laughs> okay, Jeff. Um. The gulls were Bonaparte's gulls, and Bonaparte's gulls don't feed on, like, scraps of meat. They feed on, in the current line, so they're not eating, like, whatever the whales have killed. So mm-hmm. they were incidental. They're not indicative of, of a kill having been made. And she was actually diving after her calf that had passed away. So they were carrying the body, and I think they carried it for at least a few days um, with them. But she has since had a very healthy and bouncing yeah. Little kid, T36A5. Yeah. And her oldest daughter, T36A1, Tierna, uh, had a calf in 2022 as well, just a couple months apart from, from T36A. So T36 became a great-grandmother with, with uh,
1: T36A1A, a little boy's. And it's always, it's tradition. fun to see those two little kids together. I mean, yeah. It's just, I, I, one of the trips that sticks out for me with them, um, and we actually found them on our way back after <laughs> yeah. seeing other, oh, yeah. yeah you, it was the 37As we saw it but Yeah, up at Porlier. Mm-hmm. And then um, everybody was resting. They were in this resting line, except for the two kids. Two kids were playing. Yeah. yeah. I was, I'll never forget that. It was It's fun when you see families with little kids because there's just, there's so much energy.
0: Yeah, it really is. And one of the kind of cool things I think about this family is that they have some of these beauty marks. So T36, uh, a has like two spots on her chin, kind of like Keiko did. Uh, T36, a five has a spot like lower down between his, not kind of on his chin, not quite to his pectoral fins. Uh, his or her, I, I should say. T ninety nine has one as well, yeah. And T thirty six kind of has this like feathery quality to her eye patches. Yes. So all these yeah, look really cool family yeah, kind of some similarities there. So yeah, the T thirty six match line. So uh, great grandmother T thirty six born before nineteen seventy. Her four living offspring, two of which are confirmed, two of which are presumed, uh, T36A, T36B, T36A, born in 1990, T36B, born in 1998, and then T137 and T99, and I'm thinking 1980 and 1986. Yeah, or so 1984, def- somewhere
1: in there, yeah. 1980s. I mean, you look at, I, I don't know the exact count, but it's, I mean, this is a power family. This is, there are a lot of whales in there. I mean, it's like you said, it's not as many as in the 109s, but it's not that far off. Sarah's 19 19. So yeah. yeah, I mean, well, you know, close to 10 whale yeah. difference between the 109s, but still 19, that's, I mean, that's huge. Yep. A big family. Yeah. And some
0: still young females that are in the prime of their kind of reproductive life. And lots of grandkids that are, you know, either female or yet to be determined that will hopefully be having kiddos as well. Yep. No, I take that back. 20. 99E.
1: Yeah, there you go. So 20. (laughs) All right. Awesome.
0: So Meet the Matriline, that was the T36s. I think we did the T65As like several episodes ago.
1: We I'll tra- try We're going to gonna try and remember this. <laughs> a more regular thing. So that we don't forget. We did forget it last episode, but I'm glad you just remembered after we forgot. And
0: we'll put up this. some more information about them in the show notes.
1: So again, everybody.
0: For the last time this time.
1: Stay safe out stay there. Stay safe out
0: there.